you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Fantasy football is what we do every day, right here on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. It is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM. Jason Smith, along with NFL.com fantasy editor Michael Fabiano, NFL.com NFL Network analyst Elliot Harrison. Going to help you set your lineups, get your free agent waiver questions in at 888-963-2682. That is 888 888- Nine six three two six eight two, but something we're going to talk about this hour on the show a little bit. Some guys have graduated. Big graduation day here. We talked about this on NFL Fantasy Live earlier today. Into becoming must starts, guys. You got to start every week. And the guy at the top of that list, Fabs, is Matthew Stafford. You know, you know how much I like him. I think now we talk about the elite level quarterbacks in fantasy football. The top five. I think it's got to be a top six now because Matthew Stafford is that guy. Stafford was my Arian Foster this year. The guy that you can get in the middle rounds who's going to put up elite numbers. Just the situation was just phenomenal for him. Uh, great weapons in the offense. Scott Lanahan calling the plays. They're putting him in a lot of shotgun formations, giving him the opportunity to succeed, which he has done fourth in fantasy points right now among all players on NFL.com. And you're exactly right. If Matthew Stafford is on your roster, unless you have Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Michael Vick, Tom Brady, Phil Rivers, he needs to be active. And if you do have Stafford, and any one of those five guys, you need to start making a trade right now because any of these quarterbacks' value is extremely high. Stafford included, his value's never been higher. Uh, so I don't like to have stud guys on my bench. If I can help it, I want to put together the best starting lineup I possibly can. So if you were lucky enough to grab Tom Brady in round two and Matt Stafford in round six or seven, I'd be looking to trade one of those guys right now. Yeah, because you're like me. I spend the time during the week looking at my team, and if I see that guy that I can't play, it's like, i got to get rid of him. i got to do something. He's, he's taunting me all week long. Every day I look, and he's still there, and I'm not playing him. He's still there. Got to make that move. You know, I think I'm going to do a little PR maneuver here. <clears throat> you know, I'm always the lone wolf on our show. I'm usually shouted down. The lone wolf? Down. The lone wolf. Okay. I got, I got shouted down by you guys last hour. 
So on the Hasselbeck versus Grossman. So I'm just going to go ahead for PR. I'm going to say that Fabs truly has been hamming up Stafford since June. He's been talking about him. He's written columns about him. So I just have to give credit where credit is due. That's been his number one guy. He he highly touted Bradford a lot over the summer too. But I'd say he touted – it was more like 1A and 1B, and I would say Stafford was the 1A. And uh, Bradford, listen, he, he's only through two weeks. Yeah, I, I think – There's plenty of time for him. To, but Bradford was a sleeper, whereas Stafford was more of a breakout guy. We have these weird terminologies in fantasy football uh, when you've been in the business as long as I have. Breakout, top five, top ten player at his position. Sleeper, much better than he's ever been before. Not exactly elite but still good enough to start when the matchup is right. And Bradford got hurt in week one, in all fairness. Right. And, Elliot, I want to say you were a lone wolf, but now you're a lone wolf with a pack of wolves. Uh, I knew that was coming. The hangover reference was coming. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, had to wait through, I had to wait through Sam Bradford comments to make Listen, it. Yeah, you know what? If we go downstairs to the parking lot and a naked Asian guy jumps out of your trunk, I am running in the other direction, man. You know, one thing, Jason, on, on Stafford, just to, to put a button on it, uh, I said this on the show today, and I, I really feel strongly about Javid Best's involvement in that offense. The more he can give them, the better Stafford's going to be. Because if he can give them anything on the ground, I'm talking 68, 70 yards per game, week in, week out, then the defense has to play the running game honest. And they do that, then you start seeing Pettigrew and Calvin Johnson have good numbers, and you know, and obviously in turn, Stafford. 888-963-2682. The number is 888-963-2682. Jason in California, you're on NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. If you keep me on the radio, I'm not near my uh, radio right now. Um, okay. What's your question, my man? Oh, sorry. I didn't know I was connected. I have uh, a trade I'm trying to offer to give up Tate and Sean Green, and in return I'll get Romo and Turner. I'm kind of weak on quarterbacks. That is uh, obviously you're getting the best running back in that deal in Michael Turner, who's you know looked pretty good so far, and he has a very favorable schedule. I just wonder what your other quarterback option is right now. Getting Romo is very risk reward. Um, a guy with a collapsed lung, there's some clear risk there. What are your other quarterback options? Well, I do have Grossman and Freeman. So I would probably play Grossman this week and then run with Romo the rest of the way. See, you know what? If if you have that depth, I say make the deal. I, I say, listen, you get Turner. As long as trading two running backs is not killing your depth at, at that position, you can roll with Grossman and Freeman, like you said, for the next couple of weeks. Uh, and you know what? Romo, hopefully that health will get better. He will get his weapons back, and, and he'll be a nice option for you. Just as long as your running back depth uh, is, isn't terrible uh, with the addition of Turner. I, I completely agree because come late November, if Des Bryant is healthy, Miles Austin is healthy, if Jason Witten's healthy and Romo's healthy, he could put up some big-time fantasy numbers, and you'll be very glad you made that deal. Yeah. yeah, You take a look at what you're giving up, and you're giving up Tate. And Tate is a guy, is he going to – Carry the ball 25, 28 times? No. He, right. He, he's going to be a good – he's a good start. He's a good flex start, but he's not going to get that. Sean Green is a week away from losing his job with the New York Jets because yeah. he can't hit the hole. He can't get through the crease. You talk about the sure thing in Michael Turner, and Tony Romo will be a sure thing once he yeah. gets past this week most likely. I think that's a great I point. like it. Yep. Pull the trigger, oh. my man. Thanks, guys. All right, you got it, Jason. No problem. Let's go to Nick in Nebraska. Nick, you're on NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM. Hey, guys, Sorry. thanks for uh, taking my call. I kind of need your help because 
it's a little complicated. I need um, three running backs of the four. Forte, Hillis, McGahee, or Matthews. And then I need two wide receivers of the four. Des Bryant, Centennial Holmes, uh, Burleson, and Reggie Wayne. Wow. All right, let me let me let me tackle the running backs here for a second because I, I think that your your big dilemma is not for McGahee. I think your your dilemma is do you believe in Ryan Matthews enough to say this is the week that he really takes over that role in San Diego? I think it's coming. I don't think it's here. I, I don't think in San Diego you're gonna say, All right, we're gonna turn the page on Tolbert because he fumbled, he carried nine times for ten yards, he got stopped at the one yard line. I think that day is coming, but I don't think it's here quite yet. I think you're good with Forte and Hillis for this week. On on the oh, wider seat. Yeah, on the wide receivers, you've got an interesting dilemma because the first two guys you gave us, Des and Holmes, are banged up, although Holmes did play last week. You've got a clear number two in Nate Burleson. And then Reggie Wayne is playing with a guy who's 59 years old and isn't really moving the offense very much. I think of those two guys, I'd roll the dice with Holmes and Wayne. No, I, I agree. Uh, Des is banged up as much as Burleson has been pretty good he's not been great he's been pretty good uh i'm rolling with Ray, reggie wayne and, and santonio holmes des bryant hopefully he comes back sooner than later because what we saw when he was healthy uh against the jets was pretty darn good yeah and you saw santonio holmes's touchdown catch in the first quarter they took the football and right down the field when he leapt, leapt in the air and caught that pass i said yeah santonio holmes is just fine i, I don't think there's any more issues with holmes yeah the number is 888 888-963-2682. jason smith michael fabiano elliot harrison here let's head to george in ohio george you're on nfl fantasy live on sirius xm hey guys i enjoy the show and i really need help here maybe you can help okay. me uh, I have, unfortunately, I'm a foster owner. So, therefore, I have a trade. I made a trade. Tell me what you think. I went a one on one running back trade with one of the other members of my league. I traded uh, Benson. I have Benson, and he obviously has Ben Tate. What do you think of that trade, one and one? You, tra- you traded Benson, and you got Tate back in return. Correct. I don't think that I don't think there's anything wrong with that to be quite honest with you because you basically handcuffed your number one overall pick in, in your draft. Uh, you know, assuming this is a seasonal league, and once Foster gets back into the mix, listen, Tate's going to see his carries. I don't see a full backfield committee when Arian Foster is healthy, and hamstring injuries can be very tricky. And quite honestly, over the next couple of weeks, while Foster's hamstring does heal, I'd rather have Ben Tate than, than Cedric Benson. I agree, and, and I just to add one thing to that, one thing I love about Ben Tate is that he can hit the home run. And, again, you can have the kind of game where he's got eight carries for 19 yards and you're pulling your hair out, and then all of a sudden he pops a 65-yarder at the end of the third quarter and all's well in your life again. Yeah, the, the only danger here is, and it's not really a danger because you want the more productive guy going forward and handcuffing Tate and Foster, is you're, you're fine, is that Cedric Benson, what, once every three or four weeks is going to give you that 125-yard two-touchdown day, but the other couple of weeks he's going to give you 12 carries for 68 yards. He's going to give you... Right, which is exactly what he did last week. Yeah, yeah. so you're going to have to watch out for that that's the one yep. thing but overall i think that's the better move let us head to who do we have next it is Vern in ohio Vern, you're on nfl fantasy live on sirius xm hi how you doing um got a question i'm decimated by injuries i have miles Austin and danny amadola uh i'm looking at picking up uh a few wide receivers and dropping either doug baldwin or ocho uh ocho Cinco. Uh, who I'm looking to pick up would be uh, David Nelson, 
Nate Washington, Eric Decker, Dexter McCluster, Denenius Moore. What would you do there? Well, I, I definitely am dropping unless uh, this is some sort of huge league. Baldwin has no value. I don't think Sidney Rice has value. I don't think Marshawn Lynch has value. I don't think if you're wearing a Seattle Seahawks uniform, you have any sort of fantasy value, unless you're in a bizarro league where you get points for basically sucking. Or so, Paul Allen. Exactly. I think so, the Seahawks, we should actually kick them out of the NFL this year. Yeah. But uh, listen, to to go in order, uh, I think McCluster. Definitely. Uh, Todd Haley's already said he wants to see McCluster get maybe 10 to 15 touches a game, which even if you can't use him as a running back, as a wide receiver, that's still maybe some PPR action there. Uh, I think Decker is clearly interesting, especially with Eddie Royal banged up. Looks like Brandon Lloyd will be back, but Decker showed that he can make an impact. Uh, Nelson is also very interesting. He is someone that you sort of want to keep on your radar because He's shown flashes of brilliance in the la- in the first couple of weeks, but Stevie Johnson has got a groin injury, and we're not going to go into the cheer Sam Malone thing again, are we here, Jason? But he Good. is someone that you need to keep an eye on because the groin injuries, like hamstrings, can nag. They can be a lingering issue. And if, God forbid, Stevie Johnson is forced to miss some time because of that ailment, Nelson could step in and be a very good sleeper and an offense that's putting points on the board at a pretty regular clip. And just to echo that sentiment, that's exactly why I like Eric Decker is because both Brandon Lloyd and Eddie Royal were nursing groin injuries. And again, they take a while to recover from And Yeah, Brandon Lloyd may play this week. That doesn't mean he's going to be 100%. I'm not as big a fan of McCluster because I know Kansas City looks like the land of opportunity right now because, all right, with Jamal Charles out, there's all these carries, and Thomas Jones may get them, and now McCluster may get them, and and, and what's going to wind up happening with Dwayne Bowe. But I just think the Chiefs are such a wasteland. I mean, they're having – they have no flow. They have no – you watch them play, they play flat. You know, we talk about mixing NFL and and fantasy – they seem to have no spark to this team. And maybe McCluster is that guy. They looked at him to be a spark right there. But, boy, I, I don't know that I would say, okay, I'm going to plug in McCluster and expect points. They have 10 points in two weeks. I, I have McCluster. I added him in a couple of leagues, and, and I will not be shy about using him as a flex starter because I play in 12-team leagues, and there's not a lot out there on the waiver wire. Keep this in mind, though. Look at the schedule, okay? If you look at the Chiefs moving forward, you've got San Diego this week, tough matchup. Then you've got the Vikings. Eh, their defense isn't what it used to be. Indianapolis. They've sort of become a laughing stock there. Oakland, not very good. And then you've got San Diego, very tough, right? But look down the line. If McCluster can start putting up some numbers, you may have a guy you can sell high because there is a four-game stretch where these guys are in big trouble. You've got New England, Pittsburgh, the Bears, and then the Jets, right? And then you're getting into the fantasy playoffs. So I pick up McCluster based on upside. He's the closest thing to a Jamal Charles that they have right now on that roster. And... See if you can maybe sell high with this kid. NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. The number is 888-963-2682. 888-963-2682. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison from NFL Network, NFL.com. Giving you all your advice you need to set your lineup this week. Let's go to Carrie in Rhode Island. Carrie, how are you? How are you? Good, how are you? Good. What do you got today? Um, I had a trade question, but you kind of just answered it well, a couple calls ago. Um, my husband's been busting my butt because I traded straight up Ben Tate. I don't have Arian Forster. The Arian Forster owner traded with uh, Cedric Benson for Ben Tate. Um, he's saying I made a big mistake, and now I just heard to say a couple calls ago that, that <laughs> you'd rather have Tate than Benson. I'm in a 12-team PPR, but I was lacking. Um, I have Felix Jones lacking running back, starting running backs. Um, and the other question I have is who to start this week. Um, 
between my flex position, I have uh, either Gaffney, I have Javad Best, Daniel Thomas, Nate Burleson, Brennan Lloyd. And I need to decide on either Cedric Benson or Jabbar Gaffney or Roy Williams for my flex. All right, well, first, Felix Jones. Felix Jones is a guy who I don't think you're going to want to play him, regardless of, of his health this week. He, he's never been able to stay healthy. He's never had that production. He'll hit, a, he'll hit a home run every now and again, but I think this is this week, as far as Felix Jones goes, stay away from him. He's somebody, unless you absolutely have to, you can sit him down. You know, Felix Jones reminds me of Enos, uh, Dukes of Hazard. You, you knew that you were always getting Sheriff Coltrane. You knew you were always getting Uncle Jesse in every episode, but you didn't always get Enos in every episode. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and and I don't know something maybe it was Felix's name but Felix Jones you know everyone hams him up all the time they're all hot dogs and apple pie about the guy listen a player's best ability is availability and Felix Jones that hasn't been the case that's the one downfall I liked Felix coming into this season especially what I saw from uh, from him in the preseason the injury issue it was the big concern and now it's come up to bite us I, I really think that Felix Jones is somebody that you're going to want to avoid outside of maybe a deep league flex starter. Because what we saw against the 49ers after he, got, after he got hurt was a committee situation with Murray, with Deshard Choice. And again, you know, Elliot can speak to this too. If the Cowboys don't have Des Bryant and they're looking to roll with Holly and their Ogletree, they're probably going to have to try to run the ball and they're not going to be able to utilize Felix Jones in a featured role if he's at less than 100%. Uh, and, and there's another opportunity too there. They could be max protecting, trying to keep Tony Romo upright in which case running backs will have to block Felix Jones's touches maybe decrease in that fashion also. But did I hear Carrie's question right, that she was trying to decide on the flex between Roy Williams? I, I, I can't imagine starting Roy Williams ever. Well, ever. she well she had the, the, the biggest thing, I think, the biggest name she brought up is somebody we haven't really talked about on the show yet, and it's not Enos. Although I think, didn't Enos marry Daisy in one of those Dukes of Hazard reunion ones later on? Didn't yes. they finally get married? Yes. Oh, I see. He's, is he that right? Yes. Is he that... stayed in it as long as he could, yes. and then he got Catherine Bach. Although, he got Catherine Bach in, like, the 2000s, not Catherine Bach of, like, 1985. But it, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> but I, I thought I heard her say Roy Williams versus Ced Benson as a flex, and that, that would not even be a, Cedric Benson yeah. is clearly the guy. Clearly. I mean, Roy Williams clearly. has done nothing. But, but she mentioned Daniel Thomas, and, and this is a guy we haven't talked about yet so far today, and he's somebody who really went from being an active week one to getting the lion's share of the carries week two, really has made Reggie Bush irrelevant in the running game. Bush only had one target in the passing game last week. Daniel Thomas, for me, is a guy that yeah, I think i got, I got, I got to put him in this week. i got to put him in a flex position. He's interesting. Uh, he's interesting because he has a good matchup against the Browns, uh, and the thing is, you, you, listen, Thomas is going to be a flex starter in a lot of leagues this week based on what he did last week. But you know how things change quickly in the National Football League. Reggie Bush was the clear-cut guy in week one throughout the preseason. He was the featured back. Took the Dolphins, what, four or five weeks to realize, well, maybe he's not our featured back. Thomas comes in, plays extremely well. But is Tony Sperano going to utilize the hot hand method, which is a complete headache for fantasy owners, if Bush starts and... I don't know, correct me, but I haven't heard that he's actually lost the starting job and plays well, then Daniel Thomas could be a zero again as, as he was in week one. These are situations that we have to watch. We have to see what happens. Is Thomas clearly the bell cow now? We don't know that. He was last week. Will he be this week? Or if Reggie Bush comes out and plays well, is he the guy? It's NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. The number is 888-963-2682, 888 
963-2682. Help you with your lineups, your waiver wire questions. Jason Smith along with Elliot Harris and Michael Fabiano. That's coming up next as well as more guys graduating into the must-start realm. Guys, you got to start from now on in your fantasy lineup. That's next here on SiriusXM. NFL Fantasy Live on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio. A reminder to get the must-have app for every fantasy player. Primetime Fantasy app. That's PRM Time. Primetime offers the first app of its kind. Mobile live scoring for all your teams. One mobile app. Nothing else like it. All your weekly scores across your leagues. One device. No fumbling between several different apps and sites. With Primetime Fantasy, view live scoring for all your games, cap and challenge leagues. Any type of league you've joined all on one mobile device. Stats LLC ensures the best user experience and the most accurate real-time data. Visit PRMTime.com for more info and to register online. Primetime Fantasy app available now for iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, and all other web-enabled phones. View any league anytime, anywhere with Primetime. Go to PRMTime.com to register today. That's PRMTime.com. Also available at the Apple Store and Google Marketplace. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, NFL.com and NFL Network Analyst and also NFL.com Fantasy Editor Michael Fabiano taking your fantasy questions at 888-963-2682, 888-963-2682, helping you set your lineup for this week. Plenty of waiver wire questions. We'll get to your questions in a couple of seconds, but one of the things we're doing here today is talking about the guys who have graduated. Big graduation day, guys who are now officially in the must-start category now for fantasy football. We talked about how good Matthew Stafford was. A couple of guys I want to get to here for the next couple of seconds, guys. First guy is Kenny Britt. Had a great first couple of weeks. Seems to have that great rapport with Matt Hasselbeck. He easily right now is the most dangerous weapon on the Titans offense. Kenny Britt, how much of a must-start is he? He's absolutely a must-start. and He's a guy that I loved in the preseason. People were worried about him because he was a knucklehead getting in trouble off the field. But once Commissioner Goodell decided there would be no disciplinary action... I'll tell you, Kenny Britt, he skyrocketed up my wide receivers' rankings. He's showing it. And, guys, we've talked about this in the past. Elliot, you and I have talked about it, the third-year receiver trend. It doesn't happen all the time to every wide receiver. Stevie Johnson last year, and this year it's happening at Kenny Britt. Yeah, you know, when we were showing the video on Fantasy Live today, I was watching Kenny Britt, and how he gets off the line so quickly is awesome, especially considering he's big enough that you can't just jam him. You know, he, he will run right through that. And I, I agree with Fabs. You have to start him. Yeah, and, whether, yeah I'm sorry. Go ahead. Whether, whether it's your flex, whether it's at the wide receiver position, find a way to get the dude in your starting lineup, And period. if you watch the Titans' offensive formations, they are moving him all over the line of scrimmage, giving him the mismatches. And if you get in there and try to cover Kenny Britt you know, as a nickel corner or even you, if he's on a linebacker, listen, Kenny Britt is a big physical guy who can make plays. And I don't think this is a fluke these first couple of weeks. I think this is what Kenny Britt can be. And you see a lot of his plays, too. You look at a lot of his touchdown plays, a lot of his plays for long yardage. And I say to myself, how is he still in single coverage? How, are they, how is he still? But, but, you know, Fab's talked about it. They're moving around a little bit. But still, you've got to think at some point, opposing defenses are going to say, all right, this is going to be a guy we need to have some help over the top with with Kenny Britt. But so far, that hasn't mattered. Well, sure. Well, the better Nate Washington plays and the better Jared Cook would play and the, the other supporting cast – 
then the better it's going to be for Britt. So he's not always bracketed. But one thing I like about Britt is he gets the chunk plays for you, the big play downfield. And that's key because he may not get as many targets once Chris Johnson gets rolling. But that's okay if you're making the most out of your targets, a la like a Vincent Jackson, a guy that they're going to throw the ball vertically to. He's one of those guys. I I, I call him. He's a um, he's a he's a dream killer because he's one of those guys. If you're keeping track of your fantasy team on the computer and and you're playing against, say you're playing against a team with Kenny Britt on it, and you see okay, we're winning. The score is twenty six eleven. We're fine. Twenty then you hit refresh and suddenly twenty six eighteen. What? Because suddenly Kenny Britt's gone from nine yards receiving to sixty nine yards and a touchdown. And you're like, all my dreams are being killed just because of Kenny Britt here. Another guy. Fred Jackson, you know, on NFL.com yesterday, I, I did a 2011 NFL redraft where you take a look back. If we know what we're going to do, if you, we know what we know after two weeks in the NFL and you're able to redraft, and actually there is a way to do that, NFL.com. If it's too late to play fantasy football, it's not. You can go there. You can redraft and get your stats done retroactively. So you can draft guys and get their huge numbers the first couple of weeks. But if you were doing the 2011 draft over again, Fred Jackson, at I think at the worst, would be a third-round pick. He's going from a guy that Buffalo didn't really seem to care about all whole heck of a lot to now. You got to start him every week. He's been really good, uh, and this is really an underrated guy. You know, they had Marshawn Lynch there, then they drafted C.J. Spiller. Maybe Fred Jackson was the best running back on that roster all along. He's showing it now. He's in the top five in fantasy points among running backs on NFL.com. Uh, and Chan Gilly is really utilizing this kid and giving him an opportunity to put up some numbers. A guy out of Colt College who. You know, basically got to try out with the Bills because of Marv Levy, right? Because Levy had uh, some sort of uh, connection with Co-College. And he has been great. And this is a guy who has worked his way into being a number two fantasy running back. Now, if you're like Elliot Harrison and you drafted Darren McFadden and Matt Forte, which was fantastic in the first couple of rounds of one of our experts' leagues, well, then maybe Fred Jackson's not a must-start. But if you play a flex position, must-start. And number two, if you have Jamal Charles like I did in a couple of, in one of my leagues and now I'm hurting, I'm actually trying to trade for Fred Jackson because I like the upside. Uh, this is a guy who's who's not a young running back, but he doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on his body yeah, either. In that league that, that Faz references, NFL Network League, I, I've been flexing said Benson. And I like said Benson as a flex because he's a clear number one, and those guys are becoming more and more rare. But if I had to make my choice between Fred Jackson and said Benson – I'll take Fred Jackson. Yeah, the thing about Fred Jackson is that for years in Buffalo, he had been the guy that they felt, okay, we can do better than Fred Jackson. All right, here's Marshawn Lynch, and Fred Jackson's there too. Finally, all right, we're turning the page from Marshawn Lynch. We're drafting C.J. Spiller. C.J. Spiller's going to be our guy, and there's Fred Jackson still there. Fred Jackson, to me, not only do I like what he's done, but I think the potential going forward, because now moving C.J. Spiller into the slot, something we found out earlier today, the Bills, because of injuries, are going to try to move C.J. Spiller out there. You don't move C.J. Spiller to a different position unless he's not going to carry the football anymore. This is now we're going to try to reinvent this guy because he's been a huge bust. Going forward now, you know Fred Jackson's going to get the carries, whereas in years past it's been Fred Jackson had a big week this week. Oh, he had 125 yards. That's great. The next week it's three carries for 11 yards. What's going on with Fred Jackson in Buffalo? Now you know going forward he's going to get those carries. He's that guy. Yeah, and, and that's big. And, again, this is a guy who right now one of the better bargains uh, in fantasy drafts. One other guy on the must-start list, getting to that point, I know he's banged up this week, speaking with our theme of the Bills offense, is Stevie Johnson. Yes, the groin injury is tough, but he's someone you mentioned a couple seconds ago, getting that third-year tint. He kind of gave us a little bit of it last year, gave us some glimpses of it last year, but Stevie Johnson has kind of become that must-start. Yeah, 12th in fantasy points among wide receivers on NFL.com after two weeks, and again, you got to watch out for the groin injury, but he has proven, again, last year was his third year, and he broke out uh, a guy out of, I believe, uh, Kentucky, right, Elliot? This is somebody who really came out of nowhere. 
good enough where the Buffalo Bills decided that they could part ways with Lee Evans and start Donald Jones there. And the Bills, it's funny because you hear these guys, you hear David Nelson, you hear a guy like Donald Jones, and you hear a guy like Scott Chandler, and it's like, who in the heck are these guys? But they're putting up fantasy points. And in fantasy football, owners don't care what their names are, what team they play for, as long as they're producing for their fantasy teams. And clearly right now, a lot of Buffalo Bills, even though they're no names, are putting up some very good numbers. Well, the guy I'd like to throw out there is that I think is a must-start this week is Fred Davis. I mean, what do you guys think of, of starting him? He's playing the Cowboys. Absolutely. And the Cowboys' safeties have not been good. Anytime you see number 20 with the last name Ball covering you as an Allen Ball, <laughs> you're in good shape. Just, just throw it. Just throw it. So uh, Fred Davis uh, has been a high scorer through two weeks. I really like him. Their fantasy owners don't even remember Chris Cooley at this point. And Who? Uh, Exactly. Uh, guys, uh, just breaking news here. Uh, we just got a report that Braylon Edwards has undergone a surgical procedure on his injured right knee, and he's going to be out for a while, according to Jim Harbaugh. If you're a fantasy owner, you probably haven't seen much of Braylon Edwards to begin with. But what does this mean for that passing game now, guys? Uh, th- this week, this could mean more Frank Gore, and it could also mean defenses are going to key more on stopping Frank Gore. Because Michael Crabtree, for all intents and purposes, He's disappeared. i tell you what it means. It means that Ty Street's cell phone is blowing up right now. <laughs> J.J. Stokes. I, I, I'll tell you, I'll, as far as Frank Gore goes, I know it, it's it's you know to say, well, this means more Frank Gore, but they've been giving him the football the first couple of weeks. He just hasn't been good. It's not like we've gotten away from Frank Gore and we're trying to incorporate some new guys. They haven't done that yet. This has been about Frank Gore getting the football, not being good. He's a must-start normally. For me, he's a guy. i got to sit him down because I'm, I am comfortable. If I sit Frank Gore this week and he has a big week, because I could say to myself, the smart play is two and a half yards of carry week one, two and a half yards of carry week two. San Francisco got no identity. They're, they just lost Braylon Edwards. They lost a heartbreaking game on Sunday. I'm okay sitting Frank Gore. 888 888-963-2682. 888-963-2682. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Jason Smith along with NFL.com Fantasy Editor Michael Fabiano. NFL.com NFL Network Analyst Elliot Harrison coming up next. We'll continue to set your lineups for the coming week in fantasy football and also take a look at the breaking news involving Eagles quarterback Michael Vick. That's next, NFL Fantasy Live, Sirius XM. If you're looking to turn your fantasy sports knowledge into cash every week, don't miss out on the thousands of dollars being awarded in fantasy leagues at DraftStreet.com. DraftStreet offers weekly fantasy leagues and they're forming every week with entry fees ranging from free to $2 to over 200 clams. All you do is create an account, deposit some cash, and you're ready to start taking your fantasy experience to the next level only at DraftStreet.com. Make sure to enter code FOOTBALL25 for a $25 deposit bonus on your first deposit. Over 150 grand awarded every week with over $2 million paid out to date. DraftStreet.com to get started today. They accept PayPal and all major credit cards. Thick in the gun. Thick screens out on the far side. He's got back at the 30. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, Touchdown, Jeremy Macklin. Michael Vick got hurt on the plate. Just as he's getting rid of the football, he gets sandwiched and very, very slow to get up. He is going to have to come out. Now back to NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. 
Well, potential great news for Michael Vick owners like NFL Network analyst Jim Mora, who joined us earlier in the show. It is NFL Fantasy Live here on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. The number is 888-963-2682. We'll help you set your lineups in a second. But breaking news earlier this show, Michael Vick may be able to play on Sunday. Sources say that Vick could be cleared. He could actually play. He actually went through the walkthrough earlier today with the Philadelphia Eagles. And, guys, i got to tell you, this surprises me. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, and Michael Fabiano. This surprises me because with the NFL's new concussion rules, this has always been to me now. Guy gets hurt. Guy's got a concussion. He can't play next week. It, it's just not going to happen. But he goes through this big battery of tests, and he plays. Suddenly it's clear sailing for Mike Vick. Well, clearly it wasn't a serious concussion. Uh, and, you know, you can kind of see when a guy gets knocked out real good. I mean, uh, you know, poor Austin Collie. We saw that a few times last year. Vick never had that. You know, he, he got up, walked off the field. He had bitten his tongue, and so he had some blood coming out of his mouth. But it didn't look like a serious concussion, and fantasy owners got to hope that he can come back. But I'll tell you one thing. Worst-case scenario, and they use Mike Kafka, I don't think the offense changes one bit. We talked about that. I still think they still go vertical. They're still going to utilize LaShawn McCoy. Uh, but Michael Vick, as a Michael Vick owner, I'm very pleased to, to hear that there's a good chance uh, that he could be back to face the Giants. Yeah, I, I definitely see LaShawn McCoy being a bigger part of the offense. But if you were thinking about benching LaShawn McCoy anyway, then you shouldn't be listening to us because you wouldn't bench LaShawn McCoy under any circumstances. And and I, I could see him having a monster breakout game only because if Kafka's in there, they're going to want to lean on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yes, he'll still take shots down the field, okay? But when you have a guy like McCoy who you can do little dump-off passes to and little draws to and those kind of things, the screen game, you got to use him. So it wouldn't be a stretch to me for McCoy to have 95 yards receiving. It really wouldn't. Yeah, and, and before the break, guys, we also talked about how Braylon Edwards' surgical procedure on his knee, he's going to be out a while, according to Jim Harbaugh. And in other related news to wide receivers that no one cares about, Sidney Rice is going to be back, <laughs> it looks like, in week three. But he plays for the Seahawks, so who cares? I'm going to get a lot of hate mail on Twitter. <laughs> Michael underscore Fabiano from all the Seahawks fans out there. But, guys, i got to be honest. Not much going on there in the great Northwest. I got got news for you. There was a time when Brian Blades and Joey Galloway were tearing up fantasy leagues. Galloway was great in fantasy leagues. Come on. That was a young John Kitna, yeah. That was a young John Kitten in Seattle. But, uh, you know, the thing is, it, when you talk about teams like, like the Eagles and say, I'm not worried about benching a guy like Mike Kafka, when you see teams have devastating injuries like a Jamal Charles, what you have to look for is, okay, is this team now going to change what they do? And in the case of the Kansas City Chiefs, you don't know what's going to happen without Jamal Charles. You don't know what's going to happen with a lot of these teams. But the Eagles, you know, they're going to do the same things. Mike Kafka is going to do what A.J. Feely and Don McNabb and all these guys did because this is what Andy Reid does. He's the most underrated head coach in the NFL because this is what they do so I'm not worried at all about the Eagles any of these weapons because they're still going to have Kafka go out and throw you know he talked about his 530 yard game in the in the Outback Bowl last year he came from Northwestern likes to throw the football has a lot of weapons he came in he played pretty well and you know what they win this game if Jeremy Macklin catches that pass and all of a sudden it's Mike Kafka is the toast of the town and I think what you're referring to also Jason is the plug and play mentality can you just pop in Dexter McCluster and have him do what Jamal Charles does? No. Can you do that with Thomas Jones? Thomas Jones doesn't have that kind of explosiveness. So in the Chiefs uh, scenario, you can't do that, and you've got to think that it's going to be a split deal there. With the Eagles, it's a little bit different, and Andy Reid has shown a history of taking his backup quarterback and treating him like he's the starter and running the same offense and taking the same shots. So If you're in a situation where you really think 
you're, you know, it might be advantageous to start Mike Kafka. I say pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. The number is 888-963-2682. 888-963-2682. Jason Smith along with NFL.com, NFL analyst Elliot Harrison, NFL.com fantasy editor Michael Fabiano. Zach in Oakland, how you doing? Uh, I had a couple questions for you. Sure. sure. Um, first of all, do I start Cam Newton or Tony Romo? Newton all day long. Romo, uh, a little bit scary on Monday night with that with that long injury. Newton's the guy. Totally agree. And, and don't ever forget what Newton can do with his legs. Yeah. All right. And then uh, I have two spots to start for a wide receiver in a PPR league. And I got Heinz Ward, Jabbar Gaffney, David Nelson, Jerome Simpson, and Nate Washington. Oof! Wow, that is, that, that is that's scraping the bottom of the barrel there. That's really hard. You know, tell me about it. Yeah, I lost Colson. I lost Colson and Amendola, so that's where my problem is. Being well, that it's a PPR league, I'm not against Heinz Ward here, guys. Yeah, again, against the Colts. I mean, the Colts haven't given up a lot of fantasy points to wide receivers. What about Jerome Simpson? Yeah, Jerome Simpson actually not a bad play, uh, and and a guy who clearly overshadowed by AJ Green, who by the way. If he and Dalton continue to develop this rapport, A.J. Green is going to be a fantasy beast during his career with the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, now, I believe he said Nate Washington. Nate Washington has a favorable matchup. The only thing is Nate Washington is not a high-catch guy. He's not a guy that's yeah, going to catch exactly. 10 balls for you. And, and you said a PPR league. Mm-hmm. Nate Washington's the kind of guy that's they're going to take a vertical shot and to. And Gaffney could be a sneaky sleeper against the Cowboys. Maybe he has 40 yards and a touchdown. You get six, point, uh, you get six points for that. You get 10 points for the total. That's not a bad play either. Yeah, I, I think I think the maybe the right play, and this may fall into your into your favor here. If Stevie Johnson can't play, you know they're still going to throw the football. Nelson might be your guy there. Yeah. This is if Stevie Johnson can't play. Right, and, and you know what, Coach Jim Morris said that he thought the the Bills were going to come out and, and maybe the Patriots defense was going to step up. I haven't seen that yet, and I still like the Bills this week. No, because Brewski and Harrison and Vrabel and Ted Johnson, those guys are all gone. This is not your father's New England Patriots defense. Chad Henney looked like Dan Marino, for God's sake, in week one. (laughs) You're going to tell me that that defense is going to suddenly step up against Fitzpatrick, who fits magic, and and, and he just looks phenomenal? I'll believe it when I see it. All right, let's go to Marissa in Los Angeles. Marissa, you're on NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM. Hey, thanks for taking the call. I think I have a pretty good dilemma it's a eight-person PPR, and just for this week, should I start Stafford or Rogers? Wow! Wow! What a team! I wish I was in a league like that. Well, it's eight teams. <laughs> There's nobody in there. Yeah, listen, you, I, I know, I know. It's on the road, and it, it's the Bears. I can't. It's something. It, I've been doing this for so long, and, and if I have a stud quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. There's, it would pain me to drag him out of the starting lineup and put him into a reserve role. The, the, the best answer, trade Matt Stafford now while his value is high. <laughs> I, go, I go this way. If I have a choice between two people and I can't make a decision, I always say, all right, who would I rather be more comfortable losing? Like, would I be okay if I played – Rodgers and I lost and Matt Stafford went off, would I be okay with that? Yeah, I would. Now, if I played Matt Stafford and I lost and Rodgers went off, I wouldn't be okay with that. So I would go with Rodgers at this point. That's How, we go. how would I rather lose? I mean, it's maybe a fatalistic look, no, but that's I, how I, I do it. I like that. We just, I just talked about plug and play, and then there's also the dance with who brung you mentality. And Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, you don't want to overthink yourself here. I mean, we're talking about the premier quarterback in fantasy football next to Vic. Uh, I, I just don't. I, I have to agree with Fabs. If you can deal Stafford, <laughs> yeah. deal Stafford. And Marissa and anybody else who has who has Matthew Stafford out there, and you also drafted a Michael Vick, a Drew Brees, a Philip Rivers, one of the elite guys. 
trade Stafford now. Listen, his value is going through the roof, and it's just going to continue to be unbelievable. And remember, this is a guy who, you know, tons of upside. He's had the shoulder injuries in the past. Right now, he's healthy. But I'm telling you right now, if you put Stafford on the trade block and somebody needs a quarterback, you can get Andre Johnson for him. You can get Roddy White for him. You can get LaShawn McCoy, Matt Forte for this kid. I do it now. I hate, as, as I talked to Jason about earlier, I hate when I have studs on my bench. Fill up your starting lineup with as good players as you possibly can. Make trades from positions of strength. I was going to say that Matt Money Smith and I talked about this on NFL Fantasy Live today, that, that we, we got a tweet about trading Matt Stafford. We both agreed, hey, if you if you can get Darren McFadden or LaShawn McCoy, then you make that deal. You make that deal. Right. All right, Kevin in St. Louis, you're on NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM. What's your question? Hey, been listening to you guys the last few days, and um, I picked up both Nelson and the cluster. Uh, Ocho Cinco's been in my reserve spot, and he's been terrible the last two weeks. So would you recommend starting Nelson and the cluster in his spot this week? I, w- I would start either one of those guys over Chad Ochocinco. Uh And again, uh, back to Jason's point, if Stevie Johnson is playing at less than 100% limited in any fashion or doesn't play at all right now, he'd miss practice today. Uh, Nelson will be your guy. Otherwise, I go with McCluster, man. I, I just I like his I like his skill set, uh, and I, I think because you can utilize him as a flex as a wide receiver. And Todd Haley wants to get him 10 to 14 touches a game. Uh, I, I do like McCluster. 888-963-2682, 888-963-2682. It is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison coming up next. We'll continue to set your lineups and also talk about a brand-new quarterback anointed a starter in the NFL. How does this affect his team's fantasy value? That's next here on NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM. Featuring the experts of NFL.com. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. A reminder to get the must-have app for every fantasy player, Primetime Fantasy App. That's PRM Time. Primetime offers the first app of its kind, mobile live scoring for all your teams. One mobile app. Nothing else like it. All your weekly scores across your leagues, one device, no fumbling, between several different apps and sites with primetime fantasy view live scoring for all your games cap and challenge leagues any type of league you've joined all on one mobile device stats llc ensures the best user experience and the most accurate real-time data visit prmtime.com for more info and to register online primetime fantasy app available now for iphone android blackberry and all other web enabled phones View any league, anytime, anywhere with Primetime. Go to PRMtime.com to register today. That's PRMtime.com. Also available at the Apple Store and Google Marketplace. First down, hands the ball. There goes Drew. He's up the middle. He's going to the end zone. 10-5 touchdown, Jacksonville. 21 yards, and the Jaguars are on the board for the first time this season. You're listening to SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio, the home of fantasy football talk. NFL Fantasy Live, Jason Smith along with NFL.com fantasy editor Michael Fabiano, NFL.com analyst Elliot Harrison. 
Going to get to your starts and sits in a second. But first, news out of Jacksonville that pertains to Maurice Jones-Drew. Blaine Gabbert now officially the starting quarterback in Jacksonville, taking over for Luke McCown. Obviously, Gabbert has no value fantasy-wise right now. But what does this do for Maurice Jones-Drew value? I don't know that he's a must-start anymore. I think he's, he's a guy that maybe goes to a flex spot because now I may be able to get more because while he may be good, he's not going to be the MJD of the past. I could not disagree with you more, man. I mean, he is not a flex starter. He is a high two. And listen, we said it before. Week one, Luke McCown under center has a very, very good fantasy game, right? Scored maybe 16, 17 fantasy points. Last week, overmatched because of a Jets defense that basically, you know, took Mike Thomas out of the game. They were banged up. Morris Lewis out. Jason Hill out. MJD is still, to me, a, a high-end two at worst. He is the centerpiece of that offense, and I know the injuries are, you know, have been a cause for concern uh, around him in the offense, and Blaine Gabbard's there, but Blaine Gabbard's not worse than Luke McCown, that's for sure. I agree, and, and let's not forget something here. David Garrard was not Dan Fouts. It's, it's not like teams were playing nickel every down last year because they were so or the last two years because they were so worried about the the you know the Jaguars beating them deep. In fact, the Jaguars best deep ball last year was a mistake that got batted into Mike Thomas's That's right. hands. You remember that, you know? yeah. So Maurice Jones Drew has already proven that he could be productive against eight man fronts. And so based on that, I agree with Fabs. There's no way you sit him. I, I don't even really think of him as a flex, to be honest. I think of him as, as one of your starting yeah, running backs. Exactly. All right, I'll be the lone wolf on this. That's okay. And I'll think about Craig Wheelingham You're not highlights. allowed to copy okay. my vernacular and then use it to your own, own benefit. Totally not fair. All right, Fabs, start and sit. you got a big column on it up right now at NFL.com. Who are your starts and sits this week? Uh, let's go through the quarterbacks first. You're definitely starting Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Patriots. That Patriots defense has shown me nothing, uh, you know, giving up huge numbers to Chad Henney and then Phillip Rivers. Matthew Stafford now become a must-start. Cam Newton against the Jaguars. Hey, admit it. I was wrong about him over the first couple of weeks like a lot of people were. Start him against the Jags. Matt Schaub, I think he's a good play against the Saints. Get him active. Rex Grossman going up against the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night and a sneaky sleeper at the quarterback position. How about Colt McCoy against the Miami Dolphins if you're desperate in a deeper league or if you start two quarterbacks. Guys, I'm sitting. Jay Cutler, he's averaged 218 yards with a combined four touchdowns and nine interceptions in his last four games against the Packers. I know their pass defense has been bad. He does not have a good history against them. Eli Manning against the Eagles don't like that matchup either against the Dream Team. Uh, I'd also bench Tony Romo this week. Listen, we've, we've got a report that they've put together this, this flat jacket for him just like Michael Vick had when he injured his ribs, but Tony Romo still scares me, especially because it's a Monday night game. Running backs to start. Javid Best against the Vikes. Fred Jackson, you got to keep him rolling. Beanie Wells against the Seahawks, again, going against the Seattle Seahawks. I like LeGarrette Blunt against the Atlanta Falcons. I think that's a good matchup. Ben Tate, keep him active. Both Chargers running backs, Ryan Matthews, Mike Tolbert, good flex plays against the Chiefs. Can I stop you right there? Because yeah. I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you like Beanie Wells versus Seattle or Kevin Cobb versus Seattle more? Beanie. Me too. I like Beanie better. Yeah, Me I too. do. I do. Uh, I, I like Beanie. Beanie looks like he's getting that. He's starting to get that 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 responsibility. And both Kevin Cobb and Ken Wisenhunt said this week, we both know we have to throw the we have to run the football more. We like Beanie. Here's guys that we don't like. I'm going to go through some running backs here. Felix Jones against the Cowboys. D'Angelo Williams against the Jags. Mark Ingram against the Texans. Sed Benson against the Niners, who've been great against the run. Joseph Adai against the Steelers. That's a no-brainer. And if Steven Jackson is back, 
I do not like the matchup against the Ravens. You know, you mentioned the Giants, how you didn't like some of their guys, didn't like Eli Manning. I love the Giants running backs. This I love week, them on them. Yes. I think both of them are going to get 20 carries. The Giants are going to try to run the ball 60 times this week in this football game. Uh, yeah, in, in the thing on Steven Jackson, man, anytime you have a quad injury, that's a, it's just like a groin. That sucker is not going away after a week. So even if he plays, how effective is he going to be? It is NFL Fantasy Live here on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio for Michael Fabiano and NFL.com, NFL analyst Aaron Harrison. I'm Jason Smith. Don't forget, on NFL Fantasy Live on Friday, spent a lot of time today talking about Fred Jackson. We'll talk to him as well. And Chris Cooley on the show on Thursday. This has been NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.